Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the only podcast offering unfiltered guidance and direct advice for all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. And now, here's your host, Frank LaRosa. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. This is Frank LaRosa, along with my guest compadre. Not my guest. You're not really my guest compadre. You're my right-hand man. You kind of botched that one up that That's time. Okay. That's funny, though. It's okay. It's one of those days. You usually days. say right-hand man. I always say right-hand man. You are my right-hand man. Uh, appreciate you saying it's that. It's okay. So I'm here. It's Dale me. Dale. It's up. I'm feeling great. We have, we have interesting news today. Yeah, so that's, we're, we're trying to just throw this together. Uh, that's the excuse I'm going to use as to why I messed up the beginning of my intro. But we are one take kind of guys, so we don't want to redo it. But today we're doing a hot mic episode. And it's some huge news this morning on, uh, I don't know if I would say it's huge news, but within financial services, it's pretty big news. Yeah. That was of Morgan Stanley buying E-Trade. It was a big deal this morning. I got a tons of questions from reporters and different people. I know you got tons of questions. So we really just thought that we would take a little bit of time here and sort of spitball some ideas and thoughts, concerns. Having um, been in the business for a long time, I have some some opinions and some great articles that have been written. I think there's some articles that are out there that sort of miss the mark, specifically the ones that talk about Morgan Stanley going into the RIA business. I don't think that's happening. Can we maybe hold on? Let's let's start with a quote. Sure. Right? So they had a phone call about this already at Morgan Stanley. I thought this was one of the better articles that we found because it actually says a lot. And this is coming from James Gorman himself. So he's saying, E-Trade's business of providing trading and custody to RIAs, while relatively small, is interesting. Obviously, it wasn't the primary motivator of the transaction, but we respect the RIA business and understand it a little bit, and we will play that out over time. Right. So what is that? What is that? That's like you telling the girlfriend you want to break up with, it's not you, it's me. Right, I really respect you, but I just don't want to date you anymore. He respects the business, the RA business. I'm not buying that. I don't believe – well, I do believe that that's uh, – they didn't buy it for the RIA space. Right? No. Yeah, I think I they bought it primarily for, for their deposits. I think one of the articles that I saw quoted something like $39 billion in, in uh, client deposits, which is a huge deal. Uh, we talked about that on a prior podcast about uh, rising interest rates, and you know w- when you have interest rates rise, that's when when firms, financial service firms, banks start to make money on the, on the spread. Finally, right, because rates have been down so for low. So yeah, long. they're not making any money. Part of the same reason you have Schwab and TD merging together, and you see within the space in general a lot of mergers, right, and, and uh, just a massive fight for uh, assets, client assets. The other reason I think that they made this, mer- you know, this this news. And I don't look. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm not. I'm just giving a, an opinion. If I was a financial advisor, I might look at it like not a great thing. But I made a comment this morning on, on our LinkedIn page about this sounds just like uh, Morgan Edge, yeah. right? Like if it was like Merrill Edge, uh, this is like Morgan Edge. They already have issues with advisors managing accounts for small clients, right? They don't pay them as much or at all. Um, unless they're in, a, in an advisory type of pl- platform. And so they didn't really have a solution on how to um, make the case to hand those clients off. I think this is that case. 
think this is um, the way they're going to go about doing it. Yeah, they're picking up some digital technology, which they're they're behind on. And and to their credit, they've they're admitting that right. This is part of that. So congratulations there. Instead of recreating some of the technology, they're buying it. And I don't, and I give them a lot of credit for that. When I was back in like 2008, we had been exploring some aggregation tools, and they were taught when I was at Smith Barney or really Morgan Stanley at, at the time, they were going down this road of sort of building out an aggregation tool, right? And I was like, well, why don't you just buy e-money? It's across the river. Right. You know, you're trying to, basically, you're just trying to do what, they, what they've already done. And, and they didn't want to do it. I thought it was a bad idea. And so I give them credit, at least here, for recognizing, hey, we, we're not going to be able to build this thing. Let's just go and write a check yeah. and buy it. For anybody that knows, it's one of the lower cost custodian options out there which is another interesting thing. I don't think I saw that anywhere in the in the articles that we read. Yeah, well, if I'm an RIA, and you, you you were talking about this earlier, so I'll let you run with the point. But yeah, if you're an RIA- uh, and, and you use them you as think, a custodian. Right? Yeah, yeah, what you're thinking is Morgan Stanley just bought client data. Right. Now, now has information on all the clients I have on the E-Trade platform. Their view is probably, Morgan's view is probably, well, we own those clients now, no, knowing them. Maybe it's not publicly stated today, but- yeah, guess what? Your your clients are they have to be you have to be concerned that they're gonna market to your clients. Sure. And the other the other thing they're gonna have to work out, and again, I'm sure they'll work this out. And if uh if they're listening to this podcast, you should work this out, gentlemen and ladies, is how are they going to I know if you're a Morgan Stanley advisor and you have a client that has uh has an e-trade account, you're now going to them and saying, Hey, look, now I can help you with that account. Why don't you just, you know, we're gonna merge them all together, I'll take over the account. Uh, right, it's a way for them to capture and control those assets. If you're a Morgan Stanley advisor, that's something that they're going to have to figure out. Because if I'm an RIA on that platform, I don't want, I don't want the local Morgan Stanley advisor coming after my accounts. Yeah, right. That's that could be problematic. <laughs> How do they keep it? Because they're making money off of that business. E Trade is, of course, least. they are. Right, not a ton of it, but I think that's Look, one of the I, things. I said it Morgan- again and again, they're making money off the bo- deposits. Oh sure, right? yeah. That's that- why Schwab's get Schwab and TD were like, oh no, 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 no cause for trading. Bring over your millions. It won't cost you anything to trade here. We're not going to pay you any interest because we're going to keep it all, right? right? But bring over all your deposits. Sure. That's the end game. The other piece of this, which we don't really talk about too much because there aren't that many f- firms that go after it, is on the corporate service side, right? And all the business that they do on the corporate service side, yeah. and they're able to really. I think this is probably a good move. You know, if you are a Morgan Stanley advisor and you're running corporate services, it will be interesting to see how they integrate this into your business. Because this will give you one of one of the challenges that we have, and we have some clients that are like this, is you you get these you get these big corporate service accounts with a company, but then you have to deal with all of the small participants, right? All the plan participants. And it's always been a challenge. We we helped one client. They moved to a firm we had recommended. They were able to build out a robo platform for their models with TD Ameritrade to allow the plan participants access to the same modeling programs that the executives at the company had. Right. So there was, and I think that's one of the things that E-Trade does really well is they allow the plan participants to access all that information. And I think that Morgan Stanley has always had a difficult time capturing the assets of the plan participants. And I'm not necessarily talking about within the plans, right? Because they have those assets ready. I'm talking about all the ancillary business. 
you got to wonder because this is actually I was trying to look it up on my phone. This is the second deal they've done in in maybe two years. Didn't they have another one with this? It's similar, but it was all plant participants. It was all corporate services. Yeah, it's like Solaris or something. Right, yeah. right. And so I bet you that went pretty well. That would be my guess. And so they're looking at another deal like this, which is about half of the total assets of the deal anyway. Well, they're smart. I mean, those types of plans, that kind, that kind of business is very sticky. Yeah. And it just keeps growing, right? As 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 employers are making money and they're putting their contributions into the plans, it, sure. it just keeps growing. And so I, I do give them credit for that. But I don't – there is some banter about, oh, is this – this is – congratulations, Morgan Stanley's moving into the RIA – Custody space. They're going to compete with Pershing. And well, all they're they're, and they're already sort of there anyway. They are. Well, let, we, let it be known. Yeah, you, we, we work can, with a couple of firms that. Yeah, that, you can custody Morgan Stanley. Right. They already have that. I don't. I don't think it's going to be whatever. It's not going to be a competitor to Schwab. That's what people are thinking. And so when when they're quoted, I believe when Gorman is quoted in, the, in these articles about being a competitor and not being afraid of Schwab and TD Fidelity, really, he doesn't mean on the custody and clearing side. He means in the, in the retail mass affluent market. This is, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, this is where they're going. This is why they did this. They are going after the mass affluent, yeah. period. And that's both on the corporate service side and on the retail side. And if I was a Morgan Stanley financial advisor, because this is what you have to be asking yourself, what does this mean to me? What's going to happen with my smaller accounts? Are you going to start pushing me to move those off of our platform, i.e. Merrill Edge, with some story, and I'm going to lose that relationship in some form or fashion. The other thing that I thought was really funny, I had to I chuckled when I read this, is when they said that the one article, actually Andrew Welsh wrote this article, he did a nice job on financial planning, was quoted, or I guess it was Gorman that was quoted, that they're not going to change the name, the E-Trade name. I laughed because when I was at Smith Barney and uh, we were bought out by Morgan Stanley, I had Andy Saperstein sit in my office, literally sit in my office like five feet away from me. And I asked him that same exact question. And he said, no, no, we're not changing the name. And then two days later, we were in a complex director's meeting. And there was Andy Saperstein again. Someone asked the same question. And he said, oh, yeah, no, the name's going to change. And so I just I just chuckled because it reminded me of what happened last time. Why would they keep the name? They just bought it. They they wouldn't, and candidly, they shouldn't. I mean, uh, you know, Morgan Stanley has a better name. Yeah. Right. They they just do. And if you're hey, look, if you're a small account, if you're a small, you know, sort of millennial millennial client, and you don't have a ton of money, how cool it would be to say that you know you your accounts at Morgan Stanley or J P Morgan. Yeah, whatever. I mean, or Goldman Sachs. Call whatever you want, but that's going to be cool. By right. the way, by the way, I don't know if you read this. Seems like Goldman Sachs is basically headed in the same direction with the mass affluent. Right. Well, it, they, interesting how these investments. Yeah, they banks, bought United Capital. Right. They bought United Capital. They had a big announcement, like public announcement meeting, where they were. It's like, hey, are the the idea is we're going after the mass affluent, and everybody's sort of looking at each other like, oh, really? Well, they're all. It's all like herd mentality, right? Yeah. No such thing as an original idea. For a long time, uh, it was about going upstream, going after the big client. There's there's still a ton of that. Sure. There's still a huge market for that. But there's always been this pressure to get bigger and bigger clients and leaving and advisors. Advisors have always said, why would I want to get rid of my small accounts, right? So it was, it was really the C-suite that didn't quite understand this. And they're starting to learn this now. 
it's the mass affluent that you really have to service and go after and sort of get trained in your models and your system, your culture, so that they stay on board. Because eventually, what you're hoping is the mass affluent become affluent. Mm-hmm. And and that's when you want to have them on, on board. So anyway, I just thought that was an interesting uh, interesting news article. A non-traditional acquisition created a lot of buzz. Um, if I'm an advisor at Morgan Stanley, I'm asking lots of questions right now. If I'm an RIA at E-Trade, I'm asking lots of questions right now. On the positive side... I think this makes a lot of strategic sense. If I'm, you know, senior management at, at Morgan and I'm on the board or whatever, this this makes strategic sense for the for the future. The only thing I would say is just sort of be honest about why you're doing it. I think that's the biggest thing you should be doing, talking about. If it's bank bank deposits, tell everybody it's about bank deposits. If it's about capturing mass affluent that you don't have enough, your, your margins aren't that great in the retail space. No one's going to you know look down on you for being honest about that. That's the truth. So. Anyway, thanks for uh, joining us on this Hot Mic Moment. We'll talk to you next week. Great talk. Thanks for listening to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. If you're looking for more advice or solutions on any topics in the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to our podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcasts. Podcasts.